0: evening hope all of you are doing well today we're going to be learning and we'll be learning the first quarter uh the first half i should say of you test as mentioned tomorrow there will be no daf yomi in person or on zoom i'll be recording at some point probably in the early afternoon and posting before 8:40. if i can do it earlier i will um, i just don't see it happening at this point but um i'll keep you posted Let's get started. We're about 12 lines or so from the bottom of Daph Yodzai and Medbeis. Yesterday, we began discussing uh, the Shita of Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that one is able to be uh, korea agzar din with Chuva. So let's say, for example, a person by Rosh Hashanah, they get a, a ksiva, but there's no Chasima yet. There's no Azardin. din. So Rav Yochanan wanted to, wanted to say that as long as, um, as, long as a person does chuva even if the gzeyrah was already put in place. So um, the tshuva is more powerful than the gzeyrah. And we saw that there was a little bit of a debate. And one of the things that we said is Sibor is more powerful than a yachid. And that is right where we're going to pick up four-fifths of the way down, 12 lines up, tashmah. We have a brisa. Uh, the pasuk reads, Yorde de hayam people who are on ships osay malach ha b'maim they work in the great waters." Hey ma'ro ma se'ah shem they saw Hashem's world. What happened? They saw va'yomer va'yahamed ruach se'ah roh they saw a huge storm ustrameim galav very tall waves. Va'yachogu v'yanu kishikur and it threw around the boat like a, like a drunkard. Uh, Va'itzaku el Hashem b'tzar lehem and they screamed out to Karish Baruch and Hashem helped them. Yodu l'Hashem chasdo and simanios. Uh, this is not the pasuk. This is the Gemara. The Brice is speaking now that in these him in Tehillim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu made simanios. He made. Uh, nunim hafuchim, just like we have Ahib Sa'ar, and there's actually in, in Sefer Zelm, they have these nunim as well, and they function, mm-hmm. ke'achin Torah. they function just like the words ach and Rock in the Torah to teach us what, lomar lach, tzaku, that if they called out, kodem gzardin, the nenen, if they call out from the ship saying, Hashem, please help us, and it's before the gzardin, the nenen, however, tzaku, laachar din, but if they called out after the gzardin was in place, then nothing ain't and then it doesn't work. So this goes against the shita Rav Yochanan, because Rav Yochanan wanted to say the tshuva can be korea gzardino Shaladam. And here we see that uh, the gzardin was already made, and it doesn't work, Kashya against Rav Yochanan. The Gemara answers, haninami kichidin damo. Even though there might have been a lot of people on the boat, we don't view them as a tzibor in this regard. We still view each person as individuals. Uh, they are not, they're, uh, they're, they're kind of uh, tibor by force because they're all in the same location, but not necessarily in halakhic terms. So that was one question and answer, Rav Yochanan's answer still stands. Rav Yochanan's that that chuba's Mekarask Shaladam still stands. Eight lines from the bottom, Toshma. Another b'risa, Shala Bluria hagioris, is Rabban Gamliel. This woman was about to convert to Judaism and she has Akasha for Rabban Gamliel. Your Torah has two psukim that seem to conflict with one another. One says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not show his countenance to a person. And the next Pasuk reads, not next literally, but another Pasuk reads, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will show his countenance. So which one is it? So uh, the question was brought to Rabban Gamliel. He must not have been a Kiruv-oriented kind of guy. So he sent him to the local... Uh, the local organization, Esha Torah, and go talk to the Meqarev. He'll give you all the answers that you want. So they went to Rebiosi Amar and he gave her a beautiful masha. I'm Let me tell you what it's like. How can we understand these Tupsukim based on the following parable? I borrowed a hundred a hundred dollars from you, and also concurrently. I'm also going to meet with the king. And I made a promise: I'll pay you back in the name of King X, whoever the king was. And then he the time came to pay back and. That person is low pira. Oh, that person did not pay back. So, he felt bad. He said to the king, listen, I made a mistake. I made a promise in your name. It's not right. I'm really sorry. So, what does the king say? I can handle it. My, the insult on me, that I forgive you. No problem but your friend still doesn't have his money. So you got to go ask for forgiveness. here too with these two p'sukim. Kan la kan la When it comes to Adam lamakom with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's willing to forgive. So there, Yisah Hashem Panova Lecha Vichunaka, no problem. But Kan, in the Pasuk that says, Asher lo Yisah what's that talking about? That's kan Beaver she la And of course, the din that we know that one is, does not get tshuva, Unless when it by ben unless they ask directly for Kapara. There used to be a minute here in the base medrash many years ago in the other location. I don't know if we ever did it here, that people would walk around asking mechila for one another, like by Kol Nidre Marav time. I don't, Anyone remember that? I remember, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember doing it. It was uh, you, you always pick the one the people who you didn't really have to ask because it was much, much more comfortable, but that's not how Yom Kippur really works, and that's not how this works either. If a person needs to be Mepha'i, someone, uh, in order to get Kapar, it's a very difficult thing to do. It's very hard to lay it out on the line and be vulnerable and and uh, not so simple, but that's what the Gemara says. Now, this answer is all well and good uh, to answer Bluria HaGiyores, but... Ad shabah Rabbi Akiva. The problem is that the way we understood these two Psukim, the way the Rabbi Yosi Akoin understood it, is that one pasuk was referring to mitzvos ben adam lachaveru, and one was talking about mitzvos ben adam lamakom. Averos, I should say, not mitzvos. Ad shabah Rabbi Akiva, but of yerchasim raalav. No. The difference between the psukim is kan kodem gzardin, kan l'achar gzardin. That before the gzardin, you saw ponav that Hashem will turn His countenance to you. But the pasuk that says, asher lo yisafanim, that is talking about after the gzardin, where... One cannot get forgiveness. And if that's true, if that's what Rabbi Akiva holds by the Psukim, that means that after a gzardin, you can't get tshuva. And if that's true, kasha, again, on Rabbi Yochanan, who said that tshuva is karas gzardin, or shalodom, so on the top line of Yudhachat the Gemara responds, we're not talking about a tzibur. And this this isn't a feel-good idea. And it may not even be halachically so demanding that one is obligated to daven with sibur. But sometimes we have to look past the halachic line, because there are totally reasonable scenarios in which one should and could, and maybe even they have to, fine, got it. But when you're with a tzibor, you can be koreak zardin, and when you're a yachid, you can't. Huge enough kaminas. And that's what the Gemara is discussing over here. Now, the whole nature of the Gzardin of a yachid that has yet to be discussed, so we're going to do it right now. Says the Gemara, the yachid gufe The whole nature of the Gzardin of an individual, as opposed to a Tzibor, that is subject to a three-way machlokest and really two-way machlokest, two of the shitas are very similar. To Tanya, the, right? the Meir Lemita, two people are sick, they're, they're in bed. same exact disease. Two people are uh they're sitting in the defendant's chair and they have the same exact uh the same exact challenge the same exact charges against them one of the guys heals uh, and he gets off the bed he's back to normal the other guy passes away and in regards to the court case one guy is put in jail the other one is uh, is is free to go so asks the gemara why is it that the, that the results were different they had the same problems Why, why, why is it that if I'm in court for crime X and the guy next to me is in court for crime X, why are, why, why did the conclusions change? We did the same exact crime. So it says the Gemara, uh, one person davened and got an answer, and this guy davened and didn't get an answer. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't answer anything. That just kicks the, the, kicks the can down the road a little bit. And the Gemara says, that's, I'm not accepting that as an answer. What happened? Why is it that guy number one, his prayers were not niskabel and guy number two, they were? Says the Gemara, Zeh hispalel the person who had a complete prayer, which Rashi will define, that person is Tfilus for answer. Shlema, Take a look at Rashi, third line. Tfila so this is the distinction that we speak about in regards to Tfilah sibor is that if you're davening Tfilah sibor and you daven without Kavan, it says if you daven with Kavan. But when you're a yachid, when you're on your own, then you then you're stuck. Then you have to really you really have to push to get to get a to be uprooted. So specifically at a time when one feels that there's a or one knows that there's a that's a time to be with a minion of people, a minion of yiddin and davening your heart out. And even if you don't have Kavana, you're still going to be answered. Of course, the duet was even better to be with a and to daven with Kavana, very hard. But to daven, my Rebbe told me that Ramosha Shapira, the great Ramosha Shapira's at song the Rabbi of Rabbi and Rabbi Akiva Tatz and a whole bunch of other greats. He said that when he used to daven tefillah b'tzibur, he would daven like a 10-minute monastery And when he would daven tefillah b'echidus, he'd daven a 45-minute, like just a totally, dead zero movement except for his lips. Like a soldier, like perfectly still, 45 minutes. So that was... Because he read the Gomorrah, obviously he understands that if you want a gzaira to be uprooted and you're davening by yourself, it has to be a tefillah shlein. So that's shita number one in the b'risa. And of course, that's under the assumption that a yachid can break gzaira. It just requires of him that he davens with kavano. Rabbi Elazar, Amar kan koden gzardin kan Achar gzardin. No, no. The reason why one person did make it and one person didn't is because lifnei gzardin and laachar gzardin, but laachar gzardin there's no kapar. This is against the shita of Rabbi Yochanan, as we saw earlier. And the last shita, twelve lines down a little bit more, maybe Rabbi Yitzchak Kamar yofet ze'aka la adam bein kodem gzardin bein laachar gzardin ze'aka, which again is one of the modes of tefila. Ze'aka is a this brazen, brash, like almost yelling at a kadosh baruch hu type of tone that is is very powerful. Yofet ze'aka la adam kodem gzardin bein laachar gzardin. It so says the gamar, Mikra." Is it in fact the case that Exardin of can in fact be torn? How do we uproot that? After all, of Echad. Omer, one pasuk says, and the pasuk reads, "Kabsi me You can launder the ra, the bad from your heart, <coughs> implying that you can remove the Xera. Even another pasuk writes, even if you're going to be doing laundry, you're going to be scrubbing with the best soap in the world, another type of cleaning agent. You're, the stain of what you have done is still presented before me, implying that you can't get rid of the gzera. What shall we do? My lab, doesn't this imply? kan Isn't that what that implies? And in which case, we're, we're back to our question under Yohanan. So says the Gemara, Lo, that's not correct. How do we understand these two psukim? Both of the psukim are speaking about after the gazar din is in place and kan be gazar din sheyeshi moshevua kan be gazar din sheeni It depends if a baruch Hu gave the gzerah with a shvua then there's no undoing it. And there's no undoing it. Not in this way, at least, as we will soon see. Kidrav Shmuel Bar Ami. Amr of Shmuel Bar Ami. Where where do we learn this idea that a xera plus a shvuah, a kadosh baruch hu gives them together? Then there's no uprooting them. So that's the Amri la Amr of Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amr of Yona. the Boston Mary Malcolm. Minayin l'gzar din sheyeshi mo shvuah sheino nikra. How do we know that a xera that has that is coupled with a shvuah with a kadosh baruch hu's promise that it cannot be torn up? Shneemr says the pasuk l'cheinishpati eli imizkaper avon base uh, that if it comes with a shuwa, then a zebach and a mincha will not help the korbanos don't help so um, rava. there is gonna be a catch-all if a person immerses themselves in the study of Torah and being kove itim the Torah so then they can get kapara. they can get they can get a an undoing of a xera afal pi, that it's post the gzerah post uh, that the gzerah has already been made, and even with the shvuah. And Amar Mincha Miskaper. I agree with the uh, with the pasuk. Obviously, that you don't get kapara from Zebachu Mincha. Aval Miskaper. Aval Miskaper. Uvig You have to do both. It's not just one, but it, but it's both. I was at a meeting uh, uh six weeks ago, and I was with uh, the president of the OU. He said a beautiful line. He said, "There's something about." Uh, the demand of Torah on men that generates a certain amount of narcissism. You need to be in shul on time, three times a day. You need to be learning every free second. You and you and you, you need to do the mitzvah of tzedakah. You need to put on your tefillin. He said it has this risk of creating this very inward looking person. So the Torah has to therefore offset by having an external association with other people by doing acts of kindness. Because otherwise you can get trapped in the eye. It's very, it's a, I'd never heard anyone frame it out. That was a brilliant idea. And I don't know if that's what's going on here, but it's uh, this here, Abaye won't take just the Torah. It has to be both. Torah u- Uvigmilus milus Rabbah ve'abaye base e'li ka'asu. These two greats, so uh, Machlokah if this is Rava or Abaye, because Rava was not a Kohen and e'li was a Kohen. So the presumption of the Gemara is, I, if you look in the Meforshim, it's an interesting conversation. Anyways, Rabbah, mm-hmm. the Torah, Rabbah who learned Torah, chaya arba in Shinin. He lived 40 years, not that old. By the time he was 40, he had accomplished, <laughs> uh, we're still not at, at the bottom skin of his feet. Unbelievable what he accomplished in such a small time. And that was Rabbah. He lived for 60 years. So we can see that there's a correlation between Torah alone versus Torah and Gemilis Chassadim. And Tanu a very similar story, a little bit more than halfway down. Two lines before the middle with lines. Tanu Rabbanon, Mishpacha achasai sebi Yerushalayim, shayu meiseha meisim ben, bene yurches Everyone in the family, Nebach, everyone in the family was passing away very young at the age of 18. And they brought this whole to ask Eitzah from the God Hador, what shall we do? Maybe, he, maybe you don't know it, but maybe you're actually descendants of Eli, and you have the curse of Eli's family. people are going to die young. Says the So Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai says to this family, everyone needs to be learning shtark. You guys need to be reversing the challenge of the of thezeran basehu and then they lived past the age of 18 they changed their last name to Yochanan because they wanted to give a carto not everybody had last names back in the day but the Mishpachas X is a, it's not totally new but historically when Jews were referring to one another it was person it was this Ben that you know that's how that's how it came up so this is um a different unique person, Rav Shmuel bar I don't know how many times, if ever, we've had that name in Shas so far. I don't know. And it was in the name of Rav. So that means that this Shmuel was not the Shmuel that we are familiar with, Shmuel and Rav. It's a different person. And seemingly, he was a Talmud of Rav because it says, This is a very strange question. How do we know that the Xar Din of a Tzibor is not ever going to be Nechtam? It's never going to be sealed? says the Gemara, uh, with the whole thing we've been talking about is gzeros that were problematic for the seaboard. You got all that wrong. That your, your sins, the stains of your sins, are always presented in front of me. Ella, uh, let's repeat the question that Rav actually said. How do we know that even though the gzerah was put into place, etched in stone, that it can be torn up? Because the Pelasic says that whenever we call out to a Kodesh Baruch, he's there for us, says the Gemara. If that's not true. What's the rest of the passage? That the only time we call a kadosh Baruch Hu is when he's close. What does the previous pasuk say? So is it bechol Kareinu Elav, or is it only when a Kodesh Baruch Hu is Karo? So it says the Gemara, When we're talking about a yachid, you're right. There are only certain times a year when a person is Masugal to reach out to a Kodesh Baruch Hu and get what he wants in, this, in regards to tearing up Xeraz. But Elav, that when you're, when you're with a tsibur, everyone is interdependent, they're codependent, and the result is that you can tear up Xeraz. Yachir Emas when during the year is it that a person has the status of em der shua kira that a kodesh brachah is close to them says the gemara Three fourths of the way down, five six lines into the wide lines. Um, and where do we see that this idea is articulated? It has a Marimako. The pasagrit Vayikas Aserus Yomim Vayagav Hashem Es Naval. The Kadosh plagued Naval. This was was in the times of David. It says the Gemara, what was the whole ten days for Aserus What was with the ten days? It Naval had to do with the ten meals that that Tanakh indicates that gave to David and So we see that the reference of 10 days is a reference of time where one is given to repent most specifically. and this is of course why we try to you know, Rabbi Robinson spoke about this from the pulpit. People have chumras and kashras, and they take on chumras during the 10 days and it's not a stirira. Because these are the days when we Baruch is right there. So when you're when you're meeting the Melech, you dress a little differently, you act a little finer. And here, the Melech is with us now during those ten days. So that's when we should, as Yechid, place that special segula. But for if we are in the if we are in the presence of a tzibor, it doesn't matter when it is. We always it's bechol koreinu we love. We always have that status. The Rosh Hashanah cold boy Olam over in the Fanecha Maru so famous words uh, that we are used to from Unasana my kivne maron. What does it mean, kivne maron? So, Haha targimu kivne imrino, that is talking about, imrino is talking about sheep. So it's a mashal, just like sheep are brought before before their owner, before their adon. so too we are brought before our maker. Resh lakish amar, no, kemalos beis maron. It's a reference to the stairs of beis maron. Totally different uh, discussion altogether. Yehuda amar, uh, Shmuel says it's kachayalos shall beistavid. It's like the soldiers of beistavid who, uh, and this is not clear from the Gemara, but you need the meforshim to understand this. What is it? Do, do you see the word Maron here? What's the reference of Maron here? It's not even referenced at all. So no, the chayalos were, uh, they were, they were macabre on themselves marus, that they understood who the general of the army was. They knew who was in charge. And marus and Maron are similar, but that's not actually explicitly stated in the Gemara. Mechanically speaking, how does a Kodesh Baruch Hu take, Take in everyone. Is it one person at a time or is it all together? Everyone in one, in one flash, everyone, uh, all of their deeds are judged. And then we have a, a brisa that speaks about this and the brisa quotes the Pesach and says, The one the one who creates their hearts together, he understands all of their actions, my Ka'amar, what's pshat in the Pasuk, if you want to say, that he created the entire world, and everyone's hearts are like one, says everyone has different feelings, everyone has different experiences, we're not the same people, and therefore, therefore, what's pshat in the Pasuk, the creator, he is able to see all of their hearts, at one time and in that one moment he's that what every person did and that's what Kivnei means that brings us to a new Mishnah three lines from the bottom All right, let's continue says the Gemara six times a year they would send out shluchim to make sure that they reached all the cities in Eretz Yisrael what were the six times a year that this took place? Al Nisan Mipnei Pesach. They wanted to make sure people started Pesach on the right day. Very important that we would do so. Al Av Mipnei a very unique inclusion because Tisha B'Av is a din So far, we've got Pesach and a din Al Elul Mipnei Rosh Hashanah. We want to make sure that we know when to blow shofar and when to do tshuva. Al Tishrei Mipnei Takonas By Tishrei, there's so many things that are dependent on this. This is very interesting. Why do we need this if we have Elul? If you have Elul, and you know in Rosh Hashanah, is by definition, you know when all the other ones are. So it might be that it's the case that you're right that in Elul, it'll tell us when Rosh Hashanah is, but maybe, punk, that one day of Rosh Hashanah could be moved based on when the Edim come. We also need to be clarifying when the Moadosali, Al-Kislevim Okay, the theme is now broken twice over. Hanukkah is a Din It's a Minog Der And that's included by Kislev. And it's also true by Adar for Purim. So my initial question isn't a question. We see here that there are six times um, on the Jewish calendar, that shluchim, that messengers would run from the Beis Hamikdash, would run from Jerusalem to share with the world what the date was. Um, and says the Gemara, Kaim," when in fact the Beis Hamikdash was fully functioning. af al Pesach just to kind of elevate Pesach Katan. It's uh, it's Nisan We call it Pesach Sheni. It's what we refer to it as, but it's referred to in this uh, Mishnah as Pesach Katan. So it says the Gemara, it's great that you went out for all of those rabbinic days. What about all the other rabbinic days that you left out? V'lifku, we should send out the messengers. Ve'ateves. You've got fast days, Shabbat, and Asar, Send them out. After all, <laughs> what does the Pasuk mean? This Pasuk is quoted in Shulchan Arach about all of the different fast days that we have. What does the Pasuk say? The pasuk is a pasuk in Zechariah. Ko Amar Hashem Tzivakos. Som the fast of the fourth. V'Zomah Chamishi of the fifth. V'Zomah Shvi in the seventh month. V'Zomah Asiri. Yehiel, Beis Yehuda Lasaslanu LeSimcha. So says the Gemara, making a, a diuk, making a drasha on the Pasuk, kari mm-hmm. le The day has both the status of a home, the day of a fast day, and it also has the status of a day that has simcha. So says the Gemara, vizman shalom yehu If what's going on is it's shalom, we're not in a, in a country where people are oppressing us. So then the day, the day can be a day of ve vesimcha but ain shalom in a place where there is no shalom and what did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said that after the Chorban, we added a couple things in. After the Khorban there's no Shalom. If after the Kurban there's no Shalom, then why then did we not include the months of Tammuz and Teves? So answers the Gemara about seven lines down on Yod it hachi kamar. This is Pshat. I agree. When it's a time of peace, then the day is not a fast day. Then that day is going to be a day of celebration. gzera samalchus, that if we have an oppressive regime and they are telling us that there are problems, that you're not allowed to do X, Y, or Z, whatever it is, any Jewish values, so, so then, of course, we're going to fast on those days. But what if it's really neither? gzera samalchus, there's nothing a oppressive happening, but also the Ain Shalom. That's kind of like where we are, right? There's no oppressive government per se, but it's not exactly like there's Shalom amongst Klael Yisrael or Shalom in the world. So then under those circumstances, the fast is optional. Ratu mis'anen, Ratu ein mis'anen. So that's the Gemara's answer. We had asked, why don't we include Tammuz and uh, Teves in our Mishnah? And the answer is that right now, post-Hurban, it's not necessarily Gzeres HaMalchus, and it's not necessarily Shalom, and therefore we're stuck in the middle. And therefore the fasts are not really binding. And because the fasts are not binding, therefore... Uh, these two months of, uh, I forgot the months, Tammuz and Teves were excluded from our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, that's really a beautiful answer. But Ihachi, if that's true, Tisha B'Av Nami. Why is it that we elevated Tisha Bav to the status by which it should be included in our Mishnah? It has the same halachic status as the other, as the other fasts. Now, we have upped the ante significantly about Tisha B'Av in regards to Inuyim. We don't allow for wearing leather. We have, of course, food. We, we add Tash Mishamita. There's a whole bunch of restrictions. Adke that a woman doesn't even go to the Mikvah on the night of Tisha B'Av, because we paskin that uh, tfila vizmana Eina mitzvah, that going to the mikveh on time is not a formal requirement. So, yes, we have elevated Tisha B'Av significantly, but Technically speaking, the fast is no different than the other fasts in this list. So why then is Tisha B'av included in our Mishnah? So answers the Gemara, 12 lines down, Amarav Papa, shiny Tisha B'av, hold the Hukhpilu The reason why Tisha B'av was included in our Mishnah is because Hukhpilu literally doubled from Kefel, It has doubled the number of Tzaros. It doesn't mean doubled. We probably could use the word exponential or manifold, whatever the word is, but it's not literally doubled. The Amar Mar, because we learned, I think we learned this in Yoma. Nope. Tainus says the Gemara, the Amar Mar B'Tisha B'Av both Bate Mikdash were destroyed, V'Nilkida Besar, the city of Betar was, uh, was captured. V'Necher Shahir, and the city was destroyed over. So that's why we make a distinction between Tisha B'Av where Nechpila, it had a lot more things going on. And the other fasts in which the Pasuk and Zacharyah references where, um, where we are more lenient and they are not included. Uh, just to add, this plays out in halacha as well, this distinction, which is that the fast of Tishabab is much more severe and the, all of the other fasts are significantly more lenient. For some of the fasts, you're not even allowed to be machmer on yourself if you're not feeling well. It's not even mutter to do that. Once a person is begeder you're obligated to break your fast. You're not being frum. You're doing something that's against halacha. It's not a chumrah. You're just not keeping halacha at that point. So one has to be very careful that if they're not feeling well that they ask she'el um, haschacha in order to get a heter. Of course, by Kippur, it's the complete opposite extreme. Uh, we do as much as we can. Okay, a person has to eat. Fine, we'll do so. Bishi Urim will give you the, a way to do it so you're not triggering the, the threshold of the Yisr De Arisa. Fine. So it says the Gemara quarter of the way down, Tanya... There are four things, says Rib Shimon. The Rebbe Akiva learns from this Pasuk, and I do not agree with how he learned all four of these things. Same Pasuk. The fast of the fourth month from the Pasuk in Zechariah is at Tisha And we don't fast on that day. We fast on Shiva Tammuz. Okay, so that's the pasuk that speaks about the ninth of that month. Why then do we refer to that as uh, as four? Says the Gemara: Sivan, That's the ninth of Tammuz. This is brought up, I believe, in the Mishnah Brura uh, in the uh, Halakos of Tainios, and he clarifies there as to why it is that we only fast one of those days. Soma Khamishi, last of the short lines, third of the way down. So Ma chamishi when the Pasuk says the fifth month, the, the fast of the fifth, what does that mean? Zot tisha nisraf because that's when the beise was destroyed, by my lo Why is it that we refer to the to tisha B'av as the fifth in the Pasuk? Soma ha because it's Khamishi chamishi so you have nisan, sivan, nisan, ir, sivan, tamuz, av, the fifth month is av, that's why the Pasuk speaks about that. What about Soma shvi the Pasuk says the seventh month. Famously, we know that G'dayi ben Achikam was killed. We'll see soon that it, we consider this to be an equivalent to a Chorban. When a Tamad Chacham is killed, it is the equivalent of a Chorban. Big shilas in, in Poskim, of course, we know that when one goes to the Kosa Lama aravi the Shulchan Aruch and Tav Samach requires of us that we tear our garments on the right side, we only turn the left for a parent Rahman al Islam. But on the right side, we tear for all other types of Kriya. The Shulchan Aruch writes that a person has to tear when they go to the. Uh, so everybody tries to chapa ra, and I'll make a Kenyan on your shirt. You may, that's not right. The din is that one should tear a shirt. You're allowed to plan to bring a shirt that you want to tear. No problem, but that's the din that one is supposed to tear. And the Meforshim write as well. The postkin write that when a Gadol Ador dies, you're also supposed to tear Kriya. If there's a Gadol Ador who's mukubal or he's your Revi Mufak, whoever it is, one is obligated to tear Kriya, and they have the same exact halachic says. We'll compare them shortly. Umi Harago, who killed Gadai ben Achikam, Yishmael ben Nisan, Harago, a yid, a yid named Yishmael ben Nisan, he's the one who killed them. Le Lametcha Shesgulim Yisason Shel Tzadikim Kesreif Aspeselokenu. And here's the equation: that when a tzadik dies, it is equivalent to the burning of the Beis But my carloshev, why did we refer to the month? Why did we refer to the fast day of Gadai ben Achikam? Of, uh, of Gimel Tishrei as Shvi, because that seventh month is Tishrei. It's Shvi leChodesh in Nissan Sivan, and Tamuzav El Tishrei. It's the seventh month. What's Tzom HaAsiri Zol Asar b'Teves? That's the tenth of the month. Shavosamach Melech Bavala, Yerushalayim, where the Melech Bavel he's surrounded Yerushalayim. Shemaravid Varashem, Hashem, Elai Tishis in the ninth month. a in the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth of the day. This is Asar b'Teves. More. He, he had surrounded the entire city why then did he say this was the 10th month it's the 10th month of the year which is the month of Teves. so all of this is how Rabbi Akiva understood the Pesukim what did Rabbi Shemin say? I'm not asking with him so says the Gemara six, seven lines into the wide lines a little bit more than halfway down maybe seven or eight lines, into the wide lines, this last thing, Took place first. We already spoke about the Khorban. First, the Melech Bavil, So, right, you you don't surround, you don't destroy the base of Mekdash before you surround it. So these things are out of order. So says Reb Shimon, I'm not masking with Rabbi Akiva. It should have been written that way. Why did Rabbi Akiva write it this way? Why did Rabbi Akiva explain the Pasuk this way? Because the month should be in order. That's absolutely not correct. Ela, how do we explain all of the months? That there was damage that was done to the city. That's the fast that we're talking about. So they have a machlokas about the tenth month as to whether the tenth month was talking about Asar Bateves, which was when Bavel surrounded the city, or if it's Chamish of a prior year when they heard that the city had been partially destroyed. There was someone who ran in, the city is being destroyed. So Reb Shevin and Reb Akiva don't, don't agree with how to explain the words Asiri, Somehow Asiri in the Pesach. According to Rabbi Akiva, I was talking about Melech Bavel that he surrounded the city of Yerushalayim. Rabbi Shimon says that makes no sense. Then the Pasuk is out of sequence. And Rabbi Akiva has the Pasuk out of order. So that's why they have a machlokes about this as to how to understand the flow of the Pasuk. Do we say the Pasuk is in historical order or do we say the Pasuk is in month order? In which case, even though it's out of historical order, that's considered fine. machlokes of Shimon Rabbi Akiva. One more figure for the night. It will take us until about halfway down in new testament. If we still have some time, Itmar, Rebbe It's not chanina, Reb Amre, Amrei Butla uh, Megillas Tainus. Uh, we should all have heard about Megillas Tainus at some point. Rashi halfway down. This is a very important Rashi because we need to know what this uh, what this actually is. What's Megillah's Tinus? So very important Rashi uh, for Sha's purposes. Take a look. Rashi Dibramaschil, but Batla Megillah's writes, tovim shekabu chachamim nisim. These are holidays that the chachamim established because of miracles sheiru bohem, miracles that took place on that day, or ve'asrim or they did both sides. And sometimes they made holidays. Sometimes they made fast days. Ve'yesh af behesbed. Some of them were not even allowed with hesbedim. Uksavum b'megillah achas. They were written in a book called Megillah's Tainus. Elaine yomai these are the days and they wrote it in Aramaic these are the days these are the days So, so the first shita that we saw said that the megillah's tainus is batel with the Khorban beis hamikdash. However, back to the gemara, where two thirds a little bit more than the way down, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yosub and Levi, Amrei, no, lo bat megillah's tainus. Even after the Khorban, the megillah's tainus is still in play. Let's understand each shita. Rabbi Yehuda, Amrei, bat le megillah's tainus. They say that the megillah's tainus is destroyed. We don't care what's written in Megillus Tainus. If that happens to be a time of year where there's sasana and semecha, you can skip the fast. If it's a time of shalom, <coughs> if it's not a time of shalom, then you then you have to fast. Nami Kihani. Under those circumstances, one fast is no different than the other. We follow whatever the rules are, they are. What does Rav Yochanan Rav Yushub and Levi say about the I Sermon? Mean, little the Megillus Tainus one is not one does not assume that the Megillus Tainus was batel. all the rules still apply the general ones from the Pasuk all the fast days that we speak about those are rooted in the Beis Hamikdash but the ones in Megillus Tainus there's no reason why they should stop they're just different than the ones that are connected and tethered to the Beis Hamikdash but otherwise the halacha should be this way that we still keep Megillus Tinus. we don't We don't even have the information anymore we don't even know I mean, we're going to see some of it now that's quoted it kind of like Derek Aga but we don't have Megillus tainus. But there were a lot of days where Nisim took place. So, a lot of people uh, who say halal and yomats vote look at this Kamara and say, Look, there were Nisim that took place. They wrote them down in the Megillus Titus. Maybe they would have written this down as well. So, that's a Svarah. So, some of the posts can pick this up in regards to the discussions of when we say halal. And when we don't say how, how much latitude do we have to say that a nace took place? How do we define a nace nowadays? Do we say that everything is Hesterpanim and there's no nisim? We've all experienced things in our lives that look eerily remarkably close to a nase. All of us have, whatever they may be. So not for another time. So it says the Gemara, let's pick... Um, Let's pick on one of these shitas. We're three fourths of the way down. Twelve fifteen lines up. Masiv Rav Kahana, Maysa. Something mm-hmm. happened in the city of Lud. Something terrible was going on in the city of Lud, and they and they instituted a tainis on Hanukkah in the city of Lud. But the leadership did not like this. Rabbi Oh, yeah. this reminds me of the Maysim, like when they put up, when they put up an eruv in Manhattan. So everyone was picketing, uh, Var yonim, you guys are a bunch of sinners, one of the 39 malachos, what are you doing? And the Hasidus would walk around holding the Chumash over their head on Shabbos and the Eruv to show everybody this Eruv counts. It's like there's like written up stories about this. So says the Gemara here too, they said we have to add a tinus even on Hanukkah. On Hanukkah, you're not allowed to fast. So they said they added a tinus He's like, forget that. I'm going to the bathhouse to show everyone. And then the Rebbe Yeshua of the Seepair, he went to go get a haircut. Everybody knew after they saw these two rabbis that this highness was not fitting. They said to the community, You need to go out. And said, You need to fast for what you just did. That was totally inappropriate. So we see. Uh, we see that they're that they're taking a stance against fasting, on uh, against fasting, and that shows one side of the coin. So Amar of Yosef, you can't learn anything from here. Shiny Hanukkah, the Ika Mitzvah. By Hanukkah, there's a mitzvah that's taking place here. Things are different. You can't really compare the two. So maybe the reason why they were rejecting this had nothing to do with Megillah's tiny maybe it had to do with the fact that there's a mitzvah. So they said you can't fast on a day that there's a mitzvah. Uh, says the Gemara, Amar Leif, you're really going to hold the line and say that you were butler, uh tight that your butler magella's tiny so then abaye amrale abaye vitvatel ihviti batelitsvasa get rid of khanaka no problem it's a dender if you have the power to abroot Megillah's tines, get rid of Megillah as well. Get rid of the mitzvah of Hanukkah as well. Says so, the Gemara, no, something very unique that applies to Hanukkah. And this is a fundamental din, of course, that we are all familiar with. 10 lines up, El Amor Rav Yosef, Shani the Mifar same Nisa. Because there's pure Sume Nisa as we refer to it, and therefore we're obligated to put it in the window. Of course, we paskin that nowadays, because of some of the dangers, we, we should put it in our window. But even if it's two o'clock in the morning, you get home and no one is up. So one is obligated to still light candles, even with a bracha, even on a table that's inside and doesn't face outwards. If you have a family member that doesn't mind being woken up, great. Most people mind being woken up. So you should just sit there and look at your candles for a few minutes. Says the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom. mosi another question. Mosi ravacha barhuna. Bitilas adkarta min But on the third of the month of Tishrei, we stopped. They were the Jews were forbidden from writing uh, Adkarta. The mentioning of Hashem's name means Shtaraya. They were not allowed to write Hashem's name on a star anymore. It says the Gemara. Shagazer malchus shmad shelo lahasker shem But the Yidin could not even refer. Could you imagine? Can't even say like in God we trust. E pluribus unum. We have it on every, on all of our currency. We mention God's name all the time in America because of our roots. So whatever the history is, the Judeo-Christian world that we live in, everybody talks about God all the time. Thank God. That's what the people say that. All, that wasn't allowed by their by their generation. No God. You can't even talk about it. You can't even write it down. When finally the Chashmonoim beat the then they, uh, the contrarian people that they were, forget that. Dafka, they would write Hashem's name on all the stars. The Kachha Yukosman, this is what they'd write. You know, we write Besyati If you ever read Chubas of Postgim, uh, you know, for like Ramosha Feinstein, Yom Khamishi, Leparshas X, Shnas, whatever. So this is what they would write, four lines from the bottom, and And they would write Hashem's name Dafka because they beat the, they beat the Yavanim. You want to stop me from that. The worst thing that you can do to a Jew is tell them that you can't do something. Because then the first thing that they're going to want to do is beat you down and win. So we have a competitive nature to us. So that's what they did. They made exhale, but they went too far. <laughs> they said, You took it too far because you're going to have to pay the price later. If you write a star, let's say that uh, I'm giving you a receipt. So I write down, but then I pay the receipt. You're going to throw it in the garbage. And then Ubitlum, then you're going to have a problem with, uh, with shamelessness. And that's not right. It's not, called, it's not a problem for a person to throw in the garbage. It's the name of a Kaddish Baruch Ubitlum. And therefore, they nullified this practice of the The Also, Hayom, that day, Asauhu Yom Tov. They made that day into a yantav. If you want to say that they were, uh, they were, they were Batel Megillus Tinus, um, that they were in fact Batel, so then I don't understand the following. Kamaisa Batel, they were willing to nullify Megillus Tinus, but acharniyasa Mosifen. But here they added this after Khorban Besa Mikdash, they added this new thing after you were in you made up a new one. So how could you do that? Says the Gemara. This took place during the Mikdash time. So you can't ask me a question of Megillah's time. It's top of your Testament says the Gemara. The tape of lay if it's during the times of the Mikdash, take a look at Rashi. Besamikdash then no matter what no matter what that day is going to be a day that we that we are going to celebrate. It was Nefach into a day of celebration. It was initially not a very good day. Omarab, nope, the reason why Megillus Tainus makes reference of this day um, that they used to write down the names of Hashem on documents. Because when there was a day in Megillah's Tainis that one was not allowed to or allowed to celebrate, specifically the day before had a limit on it. It was Lassor es says the Gemara. Shelafan Nami, the day before the sec- the day before um, the third of Tishrei. Yom Shalacha Rosh Chodesh is the two day Rosh Chodesh Aleph and Beis. The day after that also has limitations. So we don't need to learn that from here. Rosh Chodesh says, Gemara. No, that's not true. The Rosh Chodesh is Del Raisa, but Del lo Baye Chizuk. Because Rosh Chodesh has a Din Del Raisa, we don't need Chizuk to remind anyone that the day after also has limitations. The Tanya the Raisa writes, Hayom these days, we're about a trin in Megillus Titus, no matter what, it's going to be forbidden the day before and the day after. However, Shabbosos v'yamim Tovim, heim asurin, ulacharein, mutarim. So, why do we make a distinction of that which is in Megillus Tainus where we have to specifically, explicitly write that the day before is problematic? But when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tov, we have no such limitations. Hefresh bein ze What's the difference between that which is found in Megillus Tainus and Shabbos and Yom Tov? So, it says the Gemara, Halalu tora, vein these things. Are dine deoraisa and they don't need chizuk. We don't need to remind you in Megillah's time is that the days after Rosh Hashanah you have to, you're not allowed to fast. We don't need that halalu divrei sofrim the divrei sofrim tzrich chizuk. So says the that's not necessarily true. But tapeukle the havalayom shelifnei yom shene ragbogdai benachikam that day was a din derabbanon and dine derabbanon need chizuk. So maybe taka we should have done that because the day before benachikam that day on bays. So maybe we should have said that's a din derabbanon and it does need chizuk and it therefore needs to be explicitly written in the Miguelas, uh Miguelas answers the Gemara Ashi, Kidali ben achikam Dibre kabbalahu, the kabbala kedivre torah damo. And really kidali ben achikam, even though he was in De- he was in divre De- kabbalah, but in this case we equate divre De- kabbalah and divre De- torah. This is of course something that shouldn't resonate too well because we're used to hearing this as the distinguishing line between Dini Rabbanon and Dini Daraisa of Dibre De- Torah, uh, of Dibre De- Kabbalah and Divre De- Torah Loyal Finan. Yet here we're saying that they're one and the same. Okay, it's a little bit poetic license that the Gemara is taking. We're going to stop right here. You attest at Aleph in the middle of the page, a little bit shy of the middle of the page. At Rav Bar Masne. Um, tomorrow again, we'll post. I'll let you know when it's posted. And wishing you all a beautiful night. We'll be back together in Shir on Shabbos for what? Taf? Should be 20 and 21. Yeah, all right, we'll get there. Have a beautiful night. What's going on, Hirsch?